This is the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Services. What's up, Bruin Nation? Johnny Gamut and Coach Tony Miller on the What's Brewing Podcast. Thanks for taking the time to uh, find out what's going on with your Bruins athletic teams. This week's guest is uh, Coach Vicki Denny of the women's volleyball team. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Thanks for having me. It's, it's, you know, it's one of those things we get into this year, and there is probably, and I, I, I don't mean this as a slight to any of our other fall teams or the things that are going on in Bruins sports, but there's no more fun team to watch right now than the, the Bruins volleyball team and the way that you guys have, have come into the season and the, and the success that you guys have had. Um, so let, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, we're in year three, hard to believe that. It's, it's year three of the Bruins volleyball program. What's it been like taking it from inception to, to where we're at right now? Well, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of challenges, too. But uh, we're finally at the point now where we have some upperclassmen who are providing us the leadership that we need. And that's been a big difference this year, just having those upperclassmen who have been with us for this their third year. Yeah. As you guys, you know, I, you, you can be honest. It's between the two of us here. Well, the, the, <laughs> the, the three of us here and, and everybody else who listens to the podcast. Were you a little bit surprised by, by the start of, of how you guys started this year? Well, you know, volleyball is a strange sport. You know, last year we had so many five uh, gamers that could have gone either way. So we struggled at the beginning of last year. Um, probably a little stronger than we had um, anticipated. We knew we were going to be better this year. Uh, we just didn't know how much better we would be. Yeah. But to come out, and I think they won their first 30 sets, 10 in a row, 11 in a row, somewhere around there, uh, 11 in a row winning. And, uh, you, know, you know, you mentioned it, I know, in previous conversations that you and I have had of just the amount of depth that you guys have had this year in, in terms of experience. Can you talk a little bit more about what that means in terms of, you know, last year, you, you mentioned it, we get into those five set matches and we would fall and, it, and it'd be a tough loss. And then we get into another one and we'd fall again uh, to have that experience for those players to come back this year and, and to be able to, when they get down in a set, realize we can still win this and come back and do it. Right, and we have more uh, depth on the bench so mm-hmm. that if someone's struggling, I'm able to pull them, you know, put somebody else in. They can kind of regroup before I put them out there. Last year, we just had to play through all those mistakes on the court. So having people on the bench who can contribute uh, has been huge for us this year. For an experienced coach, how do you go about, you know, when you have a streak like that, how do you go about keeping the players focused, motivated, still hungry to continue on and to have that same kind of focus going forward? Well, like, you know, the streak was the streak. We, I didn't really think a lot about it. I know you, there was a lot of write-up about it. Um, but, you know, we're just taking each match as it comes. Um, you know, we had scheduled early on some NC3 schools to see how we would compete against them, and we competed pretty well against them. Uh, that was probably a nice surprise for us. And then, of course, always the NCCA kickoff tournament, we want to go and um, establish ourselves there as one of the top teams. So, um, yeah, the streak was nice. Um, we knew it was going to come to an end, and it did. Um, but yeah, fun while it lasted. How how has how is it? I don't know if if people that don't follow volleyball or follow how how we do things, it's not like even basketball for a sport like I coach where you play them twice and then you're done with them. You maybe see them again. There's a couple of teams on your on your schedule that you may see like four times this year. <laughs> like how, how, how does that how right. does that change the way that either you coach or change the way that they play or how does that affect what you guys are doing? Right, and you know sometimes that does happen. It's not what we would like, but uh, we go into every one of those matches. This, this is the first time we've played this team because it's later in the season teams change during the season um and so um yeah we we just go about it like we would any other match as you guys have had uh this year i feel like this year 
again, not to slight teams in the past or anything like that, but I feel like this year's group is a lot more close-knit, and I feel like uh, the synergy on the team is a lot better this year. Um, just talk about how you guys have had that you know, in preseason and then how that's helped you carry on this season. Yeah, great chemistry this year. And again, I would attribute a lot of that to our upperclassmen and their leadership uh, that they've provided for us. Um, everybody's bought into their roles. Uh, that's been huge. And some people have had to change their roles as the seasons progress. Uh, but yeah, this has been a really fun group uh, to coach. Uh, they've been a fun group to watch play. And uh, it's something special. We have something special. We keep saying this is really special. We need to protect it uh, because this doesn't happen every year. Yeah. Do, do things change as you kind of enter the second half and then kind of – what changes for you as far as, like, the coaching goes and maybe even the things that you tell them and the things that you focus on in practice as you begin to kind of, like, narrow your focus to then get towards regionals and then hopefully nationals? Yeah, we are almost halfway point now. And I would say um, – you know, we've been trying different combinations, different lineups um, to see, you know, what's clicking for us. Also to have something that we might be able to pull out later mm-hmm. uh, in case someone gets hurt or if something's just not working, uh, that we've already practiced that lineup before in an actual game mm-hmm. so that um, we can go into it and be more ready for it. So as we transition now and towards the um, last part of our uh, season, uh, trying to really key in on who are going to be the starters, who are going to be uh, the ones, you know, on the bench coming in, what rotations they'll come in at. Um, but, yeah, I really like the options we have this year. Mm-hmm. Particularly in our region, you know, last year I felt like the, the region was completely up in the air. You had, you know, teams beating other teams and those teams beating the other teams. And this year I feel like there's a little bit more separation between the top two, top three teams and the rest of the bottom of the, the division as well. Uh, how, do you, how do you sense, particularly in our region, how are we going to fare as we get towards regionals later on in the next couple, well, three or four You know, four weeks again, now. volleyball is a strange sport, and anything yeah. can happen. Um, you know, we're focusing on uh, who we have this week yeah. and then who we have next week. Sure. Uh, we will um, be playing a couple more region games before we go to our regional tournament. Uh, those will be big games for us to, again, just go in and establish ourselves. And uh, they'll be competitive games. They're both away. Uh, so we'll have to see how we perform in an adverse um environment but uh, we've already had a couple games other places that kind of tested us and that has been good for us as we go into our regional away games um, to be able to face a crowd that's not cheering for you I was really proud with the team when we played P minor national Uh, they just played so well um, and that was a good practice for us as we go into our regional away games as you guys, uh, you know, I know you you could probably say something about every single person on your team and the contribution they've made this year. But as you look kind of as a whole over the course of the season right now, what, who are the one or two players that you've looked at and gone, man, this person has really, really stepped up for us this year. And again, we could take the time to go through the whole roster, and I'm sure we could find something about every single player. But if you could pick the one or two or three that have been, you know, these, these, these girls are really uh, a, a key to some of the success that we've had. Well, again, I would pick uh, my upperclassmen who yeah. have stepped in and just really contributed. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we lost Aaron Jarvis to a knee injury, mm-hmm. uh, but Aaron is still coming to practice. She's still bringing a lot to the table. Um, she's going to be having surgery this week. Uh, we'll miss her for a little bit, but uh, it's been a different role for her this year, but she's definitely been a big part of what we're doing and doing well. Um, Rachel Williams decided to come back and play after she was married, and that's been a huge help to us to have an experienced senior setter and so that's been very helpful. Um, Catherine Ring's playing better uh, this year just because she's had the experience of last year. And then, of course, uh, Brooke Beaver 
has just been incredible as a, as a freshman. She's listed as a sophomore, but she's a freshman. And then transfer um, Jordan, um, she was out at the beginning of the year, has really just started playing in the last couple of weeks, and I've really been pleased with uh, Jordan Anderson's contribution since she started playing. Do you feel like you do less culture teaching and more skill teaching when you have more player-led, or is it do you still like you have kind of the same balance between – I think that some coaches, when they look, or like play, even like fans, they look and they just see like coaching. Like that's good coaching or that's bad coaching. But if like you're a coach, especially when you have a staff of, you know, two or three or whatever, is it more, do you feel like you personally do more technical, tactical teaching, or is a lot of your time spent culture? And, or did you feel like you did more of that when you were starting the program? Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, and I would say yes to both. Um, starting the program, we had no culture. We try to establish it, and um, the skill level was, was not where it needed to be. You know, three years in now, we're getting better skilled players. Players have been with us are improving, uh, and the culture has been set. Now we're mm-hmm. tweaking it, trying to protect it. Um, so to answer your question, I think it's still a little bit of both. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have two assistants this year that's helping me. I work with the hitters. Mark Corbin works with the setters. And uh, Krista Shitling works with the uh, defense. So from that aspect, it's been nice mm-hmm. because I can just focus on one uh, subgroup. Um, but both are important, and mm-hmm. uh, I think we're further ahead now than we ever have been as far as our culture and our skill set. As you guys look towards the end of the season, we'll we'll start to wrap up the podcast with this. But um, you know, as you as you look ahead, you know, obviously you said a couple of uh, tough region games coming up. But what is the thing that you know that excites you about this group as you guys continue to to push for what would be your third straight uh, region championship? Potential. Uh, we're playing well, but we're not playing as well as I believe we can. And so my goal is to, not to let them be satisfied with the. We're, I mean, we're have a good record right now not be satisfied where we're at try to keep improving um protect that chemistry that uh, we have right now so those are our goals going into the um, second half of our season all righty coach denny of the bruins volleyball team thanks so much for taking the time to join us and thank you for taking the time to listen to this week's uh, episode of the what's brewing podcast remember you can catch up on uh, former episodes in, in a couple of different places first you can go to our website at bjubruins.com slash podcast and we have all the episodes there. You can also listen to us on Anchor or iTunes. And you can set up a little uh, subscription thing on iTunes, which makes it nice because it downloads when we when we upload a new uh, podcast episode, it downloads right to your phone and it gives you a little notification that we've put a new episode up. So go ahead and do that. And uh, again, if you want to follow the Bruins uh, volleyball teams and all our other teams, you can find out that information at bjubruins.com. For Coach Tony Miller, I'm Johnny Gamut, and that's what's brewing. You've been listening to the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Plan First Asset Management and Financial Planning. To learn more, visit planfirst.com.